Are we live right now? Are we are we here, D-Rod? We're live and in person. TRL. Oh my God, guys. Listen, this is a, a special podcast. This is different. My lovely brother and David's lovely best friend is currently away right now on a work trip. And we are going to figure out something. We're going to give you guys a show. Um, I'm pretty excited. So we're going to have a good time. Just uh, everyone sit back, relax, and enjoy this beautiful mini-sode. Oh, is that where I That's put when in the, the intro, intro comes in? Instead yeah, of yeah, before, yeah. Usually it's before. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We're going to, we got to preface this a little bit. Uh huh. Okay. You know, I'm not saying we're better than everybody, but we know what's right and what's wrong. We have a podcast. Point on everything is canon. Yep. Everything we say you must believe. Every single thing. Don't question us. Welcome, guys. This is episode what, David? You got to do half of this stuff. One twenty-seven. Fuck. Episode one twenty-seven, guys. Are we really one twenty-seven? Really That's at crazy. Episode one twenty-seven, guys. That's five times five is ten times ten is a hundred. Do you do? You don't usually count on the minisodes. No, I count on the minisodes. Okay. Yeah. Plus another 10 is 110, plus 10 is 120, plus 5 is 105, 125, plus 2 is 127. Fun fact, if you add up all the numbers of this episode, you get... You get 127 episodes. Nope. You get... you What What are you asking me? You get 7 plus 2 plus 1. What does that have to do with any of this? Just, I said fun fact. I don't know if I enjoyed that. It I was confused the whole time. <laughs> 10 okay you're right well you're right so yeah guys of course as always and i'm drummer and uh we're gonna give you guys a show today so for me and david uh we both have very similar interests in in music and lyrical type based music and we understand the beauty in it we enjoy listening to it a lot and i think for both of us it's it's a way for us to you know de-stress and relax and also like kind of help us normalize our emotions and figure things out for ourselves and kind of bond and connect with the music so you know i we both listen to similar stuff and very different things so we're going to go over some of that stuff and kind of figure out what we both like and what we both don't like well and i think just the significance of music in our lives i would say the two of us are people that always have some type of music going on absolutely a little less so on my side now since podcasts yeah because i think there's just like that happens sometimes but (laughs) like before that before that was on the rise it was literally just you know always having some type of music on yeah always playing something like at work in my office when i'm working no matter what my office is always playing uh relaxing nintendo 64 music throughout my whole day i come into work and it's still playing it I leave and it's still playing it. I just have it on repeat. I just always play the same thing. And when I have to like do a lot of work, you know, like it's nice to have a, like a relaxing vibe that kind of calms me down. And also like, you know, it'll help me like, you know, be, get some nostalgia going. Think about like Donkey Kong 64, like one of the songs was playing Crystal Caves, I think Crystal Cove was playing. And I was like, oh, that's a nice song. And I just kind of listened to it and 
was happy for a while and then got a call how to leave but it's like those little moments it helps you know well i mean i think that speaks to it too is like it's so much of a sensory thing it really is i think that more so than i don't know it's weird you can like watch old movies and be like yeah i remember watching this old movie but when you hear a song you can be like i remember this happening at this time Mm -hmm. and specifically like what was going on and like it always ties back to that and like you just said when you're like oh i'll hear you know aquatic ambience i hear donkey kong too and i'm like that's where i was yeah and i remember there's like uh like my first like real breakup i had in middle school i was so so sad and i was i we broke up right before spring break and i was like depressed and I just laid down in my bed all day, all day, every day for like four days straight before my mom made me go somewhere. And I would listen to the same song. And it was an old A Day to Remember song, acoustic, that was on an EP that was never on an album. It was like a super weird, like old song. And it just was like, I was like, this is my relationship. <laughs> I remember I would listen to that song every day. And now anytime I hear that song, which isn't often because it's not a popular ADTR song. But whenever I hear that song, I'm like, it, it takes me back. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was such a dork, like just vibing with that music. But I think there's a lot of times where music has changed the phases of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's like, like when I first started listening to music, I was always hair metal and grunge. And I don't listen to hair metal as, as much anymore, but I do listen to grunge pretty often. Like 90s grunge is one of my favorites. And early 2000s grunge is, is key. You know what I mean? But I still listen to that stuff, but it's like there's certain songs where it kind of helped me push through something I was trying to go through. Like um, in, in high school, I I really loved like hard rock music and I really loved post hardcore. And I found this band called Falling in Reverse and Ronnie Radke. I just remember there was there was a night where I found this song on YouTube and it was The Drug in Me Is You. And I was like, what is that? And so I clicked on it because the guy looked cool. He looked all emoed out and shit with the crazy hair and tattoos. And so I clicked on it and he did. Uh, there's just this whole story behind Ronnie Radke. And my, the amount of love I have for this guy is huge. But also, like, this guy did some stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's just he's a rock star living a rock star life doing his thing. And that was the point where I kind of got the attitude of, like, I don't need to give a fuck what anybody else thinks. That was that first stage of that. Well, how was it before? I was always super concerned. I was always concerned about people judging me. I felt like I never could connect with anybody. And I just, I didn't have anything to bond with. And I was like, hair metal's cool, but, and grunge is cool, but this music doesn't, doesn't like make me feel like it used to. Like before, I just liked the songs because they were good songs. And now I'm like, I wanna feel, I wanna feel a connection to music. And, you know, that was when I was listening to Kid Cudi. And I started getting more into rap. I Fun fact, I didn't listen to rap until I was a freshman in high school. My first song was Lollipop. I feel like most of our scene was like that. Yeah. I, you know, I was raised where we only played hair metal and and grunge music all my life. So for those things, it was just kind of that's how I was brought up. And I didn't know that there were other styles of music, which is crazy. And um, for a long time, that's all I heard. So you know, finally getting into this new style of music, meeting a lot of friends in high school and kind of bonding with people and learning different styles of stuff. It was just kind of like opened my mind. And then Falling Room Verse came and I was like, I want to dress like this. I want to look like this. Like, I like how they look. I like the tattoos. I like all those things, you know, and 
it kind of changed up my style instead of being like v-necks and like crew necks and like plain t-shirts and bright t-shirts it came to like darker colors and more like gothier stuff which i enjoyed but i never had the true money or the true like idea behind it or effort to actually fully change the look and i think i've been i've pushed it more now because now i can do that stuff and do what i want with my money and so it's different but as a kid you don't always have those options you know so it was just cool to connect with something and there was a part of the song forget what it was but it was just like if something clicked inside my head i was like fuck it i don't what the fuck does it matter so i went and got this weird ass haircut but i completely regret but i did it and it was like this weird long hair that was like covered to one side of my face and it was <laughs> was this your beaver cut no that wasn't that was in uh middle school middle school this was a whole different thing and i had it for maybe two weeks before i cut it but i stuck with it because i was like you know what this means something i'm making i'm making a statement for myself that i like this music and i'm going to show it and it was like a weird thing a little thing i went through and then after two weeks later I, I cut it and you know that was that but it was it was something that uh, to me i made a statement for myself and I kind of put a staple in, like, I like this music, I'm going to keep listening to it. And then, you know, the pop punk phase came, and, you know, we listened to that, and we were just always going to shows and just enjoying ourselves, you know? And that was that was when me and you started really bonding, because we realized we liked the same music, you know? More than Matt, who who doesn't <laughs> listen to pop punk ever now. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. No, it, you know what? That's interesting to me, that falling in reverse was such a big shift for you, because when I look at them, and you guys and like people should go and at least watch their situations music video which is not even ronnie in falling in reverse it's ronnie in escape yeah. the fate yeah but it's like the o it's his og big single the drug in me is you is like it too i'm not a vampire is also like that but that him and and their music was like the perfect bridge uh-huh. i think from 80s hair metal and glam metal absolutely into what is now into like the post hardcore scene basically yes. like they were so decked out and they had the look of uh-huh. like of those 80s hair metal bands and so it makes sense but it's also it, it sounds like it's a bigger thing i think it's like it's it's like yeah that 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 is the way you would have gone and for me that's that's what changed me that's when that was that's when everything clicked and i just wanted to like i want to do something i like i want to dress the way i want to i fucking hate dressing like a pretty white boy you know i wanted to be a little different and that was like my push you know whatever that means you know did you have that same feeling in high school was there like a a style switch at some point for you growing up i don't know so much about style switch because that was the other thing you said where i was like as much as we were in a lot of those scenes, I feel we weren't the people to try and dress like that. We really weren't. Like I was like we were wear- listening to those kinds of bands, listening to post hardcore, which was all the long hair, uh-huh. emo, you know, kind of mall goth. We're all thing. like pretty but water we all polo look boys. Like, yeah, we all look like nerds. Yeah, or like skater. We look more like skaters. skaters. We look more like the pop punk scene. Yeah, and I, I was like, that was the most I think I ever tried emulating the scene i think Mm -hmm. i just i don't know if it was because like you said you did it for two weeks and then you were like nope no thank you just the hair the hair wasn't it man i don't but i don't know do you think that's like embarrassment do you think it was still like these are not dude traditional clothes or traditional style so you're like you could get made fun of yeah and, and i did i did 
the the whole two weeks. But I was proud of myself, you know, like I know I was getting made fun of, and I know everyone was like, "What the fuck you do to your hair?" But for me, I was like, "I'm I'm happy with it," you know, like this is something I'm doing for me. Like, obviously, two weeks went by, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, "This this is ridiculous to handle. It's fucking too much." So I cut it. But for for the time I had it, I was it, I never cut it because people were like, "Oh, you look dumb. You're emo. You're doing this. You're doing that." Like, no, that wasn't my issue. My I just was like the up the keep the upkeep for the hair was a pain in the ass and it just was cut super weird so it was hard to like just hang out with the hair like that you know if you're not going to do it Mm -hmm. so it was just a whole thing more labor intensive than anything just it took too long to manage yeah yeah like the hair i have now my hair is long now but like it's it's way more manageable and it's all pretty much like the same length so it's easy to work with in the mornings i just get up i put a little bit of like stuff in my hair and then i'm good to go it takes like 30 seconds super easy because my hair is long enough to where it will sit now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah but before it's been a bitch but i i don't know i i've kind of been all over the place always and and i you know i imagine it i always hear that just your dad's influence i didn't know how much your mom's influence your mom influenced you when it came to music and stuff she wasn't she she was more movies yeah she she wasn't really too big on music she listened to like, you know, anything that was on the radio, that kind of thing. And I hated, I've always hated mainstream music all my life. Like when, when, like when the Migos got big, I, I just, that their music to me changed. And I didn't want to listen to them anymore. The kid, oh, I was going to say. Kid Cudi's different. Kid Cudi is, is a, a savior. I love that guy too much. Uh, that's, that's, that's one artist that, you know, no matter how big they get, I know he's mainstream. I, I can never not listen to because he's, he's just amazing to me. Why do why do the mainstream ones turn you off? It didn't feel nothing felt real to me. Also, like for for a long time, I listened to a lot of those artists and I was into it. But at one point, I was like, I don't like I don't want to hear about fucking bitches every fucking ten seconds and stealing cars and stuff. Which is wild because that was hair metal. Yes exactly like the, but you never got tired of the hair same metal. thing is the feeling right like hair metals hair metals more more holds more nostalgia to me that's why i listen to it uh-huh. you know and like for for what music were we talking about for a second rap mainstream music. yeah for mainstream rap mainstream rap i didn't feel like there was a connection to it and i know what you're thinking but it's different to me now because it's a different style of music i listened to more like it was that, that was like you know trap but now I listen to more like, you know, dark trap and industrial trap music. I and, mean, I think they're completely different scenes. And they're very different scenes. And I think people that listen to a trap song versus a dark trap is going to be like, oh, that's def- that's nowhere near the same music. Yeah, yeah. It's not about the party. It's about like the downfall and just real shit. You know what I mean? And that was a next phase. So I, I think in my life I've had like two or different phase changes. And two or three different phase changes. And I think the first one was definitely falling reverse and going to more of the post-hardcore scene and, you know, listening to Screamo all the time and doing all that. And I still do. I love that music. It'll never change. But I was ready for something new. And that that only happened maybe two years ago, maybe a year or two years ago, maybe a year ago. I started listening to a lot more different types of music. And uh, there's two artists, and you know one of them very well, or both of them probably, Two artists that absolutely changed like 
the way I view music, why I love music, and how it changed my life and how I view life. And uh, that's Suicide Boys and Ghostmane. Uh, Ghostmane is just he's he talks a lot about beliefs, and you know people would consider him antichrist, whatever. He just sings what he believes, and he talks a lot about meditation and you know taking pieces of religion that you like and implementing it in your own way and living your own religion not having to be with a system or be with anybody else but you are your own god and you're going to figure that shit out and that to me was like really eye-opening and there's uh, a verse of one of his songs called bone saw which is when i had my click when i had my change and it's it's like super terrifying but you know i'm gonna read it to you to you guys so it's like one of the ver- it's on the bridge of the song and it goes i just bought a bone saw to cut my hands off had to get the cuffs off you kept me down too long and now i think twice fuck the advice because nobody knows nobody knows and i was like i i felt that in a way because i was going through a lot of shit you know and i was like i feel i feel that pain you know of like fuck i have to like i have to get these fucking things that have been holding me down out of my way like i have to really push through these things and and i have to like understand that none of us know what the fuck we're doing nobody fucking cares and if they do it doesn't matter to me you know like it it helped me kind of push through into understanding and being like i'm gonna do me as hard and as much as i want to and i'm not gonna let anybody stop that and that's what that triggered me to do that's when i was like fully i did this was probably the week after when i discovered these two bands it was a week after my monk week so i was on a high of like just thinking and just figuring shit out and journaling and just going more into myself and how i who i am in the universe you know and these two artists are what kind of helped me kind of be like who cares do what you want if you like it you like it no one no one can tell you any different because they're not you you know and that's when that's when my like kind of thought process changed and my mindset changed and I became more for me and not for somebody else. Now, how was that different than than the Ronnie Radke Radke shift? I feel like Ronnie Radke was me trying to show myself that I could be different, but not truly pursuing it. You know what I mean? Like he, he gave me the eye opening of like, oh, I could do this, but. I can't really dress like that. I don't really want to do my hair like that. You know, it didn't feel like me, but I just enjoyed the uh, the rebel type energy that was in it. You know, and I've always been attracted to that stuff. But also, like, you know, a lot of, like, the pop punk artists and stuff were going super mainstream for a while. And, and you know, Falling Reverse is a big band now. They're, they're pretty huge. And I just kind of didn't enjoy the music they were making after like their second or third album. I was like, oh, this kind of sucks now. I'm not really too into it. And it's still great stuff. Like it, it is when I listen to it now. But when I was like trying to like still like kind of stay in the same, same, same scene, I couldn't get into it. You know, I wasn't into a lot of that stuff anymore. Even though he was ahead of the curve and started so rapping, ahead of the curve. rapping with hardcore music. Yeah. Like alone check Years it out before dark trap was happening <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's a, he like I, I really enjoy that song like that song is something that I, I i remember and love and i remember playing it during monty caleb's summer uh, vacation extravaganza with skyrim we would play we would play that whole album and we was running around the house singing it and bothering matthew the whole time to piss him off and that's just like what we did you know so it's just i, I always get so intrigued by the people the way they write lyrics and I think the lyrics that Suicide Boys write and the lyrics that Ghost Mane 
writes are like so, so true and so real and to and different and just like unique and it's it's something that i just haven't found in other artists and other artists that i've wanted to find it in i guess i could say and it's just so true to me and i just really connect with it and i enjoy it and it makes me feel like you know who gives a fuck but also makes me feel like but there's things that i need to think about and consider but in a hardcore way so it helps but that's the lyrics how did they how did they get you with the music I had this Suicide Boys song that was called like Paris. I think that's what it was called. And it just made me feel like I was like just fucking down in the dumps, just fucking grinding this shit out and just giving like, you know, fuck you energy. And I really like that. And Ghost Mane can give that fuck, fuck you energy, but with like lyrical prowess. Like he, he, like the white, the shit he writes, bro, it's fucking insane. And like, you you don't like if you just read his lyrics you don't understand how he gets those words out because it's so much it's yeah. he's a lyrical god and i'm like i always am impressed with how he writes and it's just it it's so insightful and yet like like brute force punch in the face type shit like it just brings out like this whole other side and and you know like as i get interested in artists i like to learn about them i like to research and kind of figure them out because they become a little bit of a hyper fixation for me so for for ghost man i watched all his all his interviews that he's ever done and you know i read all his lyrics on his songs and went through everything and i was just like learning everything i could about this guy just to figure it out and i realized i was like we i i realized that i think a lot like him we think very similar and how we believe and what we believe in is very similar, you know, and people think that he's like, like into black magic and stuff, but he's not, he just sings about that stuff because it interests him. And that's, and it interests me too, you know, like, so, you know, it's just a different interest, but like not everyone's going to like it. And I like that. Nobody's going to like it. You know what I mean? No, like you don't like, so here's the thing. I, uh, like you know, you listen to Screamo, right? This is how I can, this is how I can explain it to you. Okay. You have a Screamo song that you really like, and you're at a party. So we've done this before. We were playing trap music the whole night through, and then you put on Attila Rage, and you're like, every nobody, everyone, like most of the people at the party go like, what the fuck is this? But there's a very few people that just fucking just start going wild and having a mosh pit in the middle of the living room. Yeah. You know, and those like that's like that fuck you music like you're gonna fuck you up like you don't know what this is good fuck you fuck you really that's, that's not how i look at it that's how i looked at it i i looked i look at something like that and i'm like i'm willing to bypass the 90 percent of people that don't know this song because i know the reaction i'm gonna get from the two or three people that do know the song yeah i know how insane it's gonna and like how happy it's gonna make it's gonna make the the vibe of those few people who then will act in such a way that everyone else is going to get hyped off of it. Like I know how passionate you would get or we would all get when like a song like that comes on and then, you know, the few start dancing and then everyone Diablo story uh, so far. Yeah. And everyone else, even if they're making fun of the few of us that are going crazy, like we're having fun, it's we're having fun. It's going to make them have fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but I always, I kind of 
for a long time for through my high school years i enjoyed listening to hardcore music because it was no like nobody else listened to it you know not a lot of people outside of water polo outside of your your year of yeah, water polo yeah. listened to it i was the only one that listened to this that music like 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 every day habitually listen to this music every day what did everyone else listen to everyone else listened to rap oh yeah I guess that makes sense then. No, for me, that was just, that was the next step in like, I don't know, expression from like we, pop punk was a little more adolescent. So it was a little more like, I guess just immature. Uh huh. So it still had all that emotion. It still had all that fun. It still had all that speed of like the, the hormones that are running through us. But then you get to add like anger to it. And that's kind of what post hardcore did. It had yep. like the po- the pop punk energy, but then it got like angry. And then we go just, back and forth. Yes, which just like spoke to us. We even then we found the middle ground with like Four Year Strong and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it was really hard playing, but it still had the pop sensibilities of pop punk. Exactly. Which is something I've just always found myself gravitating to. Which is probably why I haven't like really stuck with like ghost Man and suicide boys is because at the end of the day i'm always picking something that still sounds pop and like is catchy and like enjoyable but that's why i'm so thankful for spotify uh-huh. you know like that was that's AKA, probably the biggest game changer <laughs> dude huge in the in like the history of music like matthew, besides maybe yes. youtube besides youtube yeah, besides youtube yes but i remember matthew would ask me he's like dude how do you find all these artists? And I was like, bro, I go on, like, I, I, this is how I started. I went to Suicide Boys. I went to Artists Also Like, which has all the names of these other artists that I'd never seen before in my life. And then I found, like, artists like Gizmo, who's a, who's one of my favorite hardcore trap artists. And then I found another artist like uh, Warlord Colossus, who's just a fucking badass. And just, like, I found, I kept finding, like, or Corpse, Corpse is a great artist too. Like I keep finding these people and I, and then I made like, it's funny cause I made a change. I made a switch instead of putting the music I liked now that was so different than the music I liked before. It was like a hard, it was a hard switch. So I had to make a whole new playlist. So I have bump in 1.0, uh-huh. which is very, very different, but you start to see the interest. And then I have bump in 2.0, which is 10 times bigger than bump in 1.0, just with all my dark trap music on there. You know, it's like Ghostmate, Suicide Boys, Gizmo, fucking Whirler Colossus. Everybody was, all of them are on there, you know? And it's, there's also like so many more artists, but like you just, I was like, I need, I need to have a playlist specifically for this type of genre because this is the one I'm going to listen to the most. And I've been listening to Bumpin' 2.0 and updating it every day for like the past, like, what, like a year now, a year and a half. And there's no overlap between the two. None at all. Not at all. Wow, I would have thought like at least Ghostbane would have made the jump between the two. Or, Ghostbane, or Suicide Boys. Ghostbane's in only in Bumpin' Two Point One, two Suicide Boys are in two Suicide Boy songs are in Bumpin' One Point It's Paris and another song, but there it was. It's just it, it's always interesting. I I love that. It's scary sometimes how fast I I do the switch because when I like something I like something. And I, w- I think I was just craving something new, something different, something that was going to give me what I wanted. And I couldn't find it in anything. I was like, pop punk, I'm just not feeling it anymore too much. Like, post-hardcore, I'm not feeling it. I'm not really feeling it in this rap stuff. 
like trap isn't doing it for me anymore and like i was just trying to find something that i could relate to and and be happy like enjoy listening to again and that was that music and i've i've been loving it ever since you know like you you know i don't i don't really stop listening to that stuff and you said relate to and it's like why what do you think it is about music more than any i think at least for me more than any other type of media that makes it so easy to connect to and so vital for for people i think i think the beauty of like art is yeah. is in, in general art is is something that you use your perspective to describe what it is mm-hmm. you know they the, like normally the artist won't tell you what the song's about like it's up to you to take that take those lyrics and take those pieces of the lyrics you like and interpret it the way you want, which allows a connection within the music. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's always those songs that like are just like you, when you hear that song, it takes you to the same place, same moment, same time where you first heard it sometimes, you know, or it takes you to a moment where you're like, you were like in awe and the song came on and it just, everything was perfect. You know, like it has these moments of connection that are so strong energetically that you like you're you're driven to listen to it again and again and again and like i can't watch a movie more than once in a year Mm -hmm. like i can't watch the same movie more than once in a year that's just i've never been able to do it but with music i'll listen to the same song for six fucking months and not get tired of it you know and that's just like it's just what what i what i enjoy you know and i always go back to the music the music is always that just that constant connection that i have and that's why I enjoy, you know, like writing music with you. Like we, we, we both write like poems, music, lyrics, whatever you want to call it. We write shit all the time, you know, that's how, that's how we started connecting into that realm as well. You know? Well, do you think at least with music and stuff, it's, it's intentionally, so do you think it's more vague? It's more, it's just, it's closer. It's, music is closer to artwork than it is a movie or a short film or something like that in a way yeah absolutely i think that it 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 just helps me connect when i don't have that uh like like music videos are good but i don't really watch a lot of music videos because i don't want i sometimes i just don't want to know what the artist it makes us makes a song about yeah you know like just don't i don't need to know it I, i enjoy my idea of the song and I'm going to keep my idea of the song, you know, whether they want to or not. I don't really care. It's my, it's my life. Okay. It's my life. <laughs> Read some books. But, uh, yes. Yeah, no, it, it does. How did that, you know, you've been writing stuff for a long time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How, I mean, I assume everything you're writing now is in a very different vein than what you were writing five years ago, six years ago, 10 years ago. 10 years ago yeah you know yeah my my i think both of our writing styles have changed tremendously oh yeah mine's is a lot more um how do i say like ripped off so it's a lot easier to tell which is also i was like i don't think i had music shifts the way you did Uh as much as it was i just dismissed all types of music like a lot of types of music and then there was something where it was like all right well let me try it. And then I was like, oh, so it's, it was just, it's more so like 
I remember when I opened the door to like all these newer types of music, rap being, and this is weird because it's like you you remember I remember like all the school dances and stuff, and it's like clearly I used to listen to R and B and that kind of stuff. It was on the radio, not actively, but I listened to it. But like I remember when I started listening to rap, which was a mix of Matt and Monique telling me about J Cole and Big Sean, uh-huh. and some guy in uh in a show with me because we're all getting dressed in the dressing room beforehand and like he would just bump his music and i you know it's kind of rude but like yeah you're so you're there and you're like i have to listen to it i have no choice but to listen to this and so he's doing it but then they make it fun they're all like freestyling and stuff in the middle of it and i'm i'm seeing the kind of environment it's creating i'm like wow this actually is yeah sounds really good it's like they're having a good time like maybe i've just been dismissing it i mean that's the kind of person i've been too you know always on picking on one side whether it was rock or rap you know or, you felt like you or, couldn't listen to both I, yeah couldn't listen to it and so i didn't want to listen to it blah blah, blah. i can understand that it's kind of a weird feeling because i used to have that but i think now dude we listen to so much like I listen to orchestra in the morning, and then I listen to like like smooth vibe raps in the morning. That's and- the stuff I'm surprised you flipped on the most, is because especially not so much with lo-fi, because I feel like lo-fi is a is an easy one. But you know, I've been listening to music. I've been listening to like movie scores and classical and shit for like years and years. And I've gotten made fun of for my fair share of like at least listening to movie scores and stuff like that. Yes, that's so, now, so funny. Now, seeing everyone catch on to that, which yeah, that I feel like is different than lyrical music, obviously. Uh huh. But I don't know why so much is just if it just connects with you know I yeah. love the movies that they're part of. I love the stuff that they're part of, and then. Versus just, I guess, musical appreciation, which is all the classical stuff. You just... Yeah, I love classical music, man. I don't know what it is, but uh, like I'll listen to that. There was a, a long time where I listened to like just like old-timey blues for almost like six months straight. Nothing else. Like non-lyrical? Just... just blues. And I fucking loved it. Do you think that's even more abstract and vague and easier to put your perspective yeah, it on? Yeah, than... it was, it's interesting because it's like... It's amazing that these little chords can put a feeling, a vibration in your body that makes you feel a certain way, even with no words, you know? Like, you just start to really connect to whatever it is you want to connect to. Your soul is telling you something, and you just got to listen and enjoy the ride. You know what I mean? And I think, like, there's a lot of people in this world, and I'm not going to name names. There's no reason to. A lot of people in this world, like, they stick to one style of music and that's all they listen to that's all they know and they don't want to change it they're afraid to change it and you know when somebody tells me i go what's what's your favorite kind of music they go oh i like everything fuck you you don't like everything because if you did then you would know certain things about other things of music but you really just listen to like this this and this you know what i mean and i don't like that answer because if i'm trying to learn about you how I learn about somebody is by learning what kind of music they listen to, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, I feel like that's the easiest way to understand someone is by the music they listen to. So if you tell me you listen to everything, then I don't really give a fuck to have a conversation about you because you just want to make everybody happy. 
Stop trying to please me and tell me what you like. Don't be a, don't be scared that I'm not going to like what you say. Maybe that's the question you have to ask. Ah, uh, no. I was, instead of asking, like, what what do you listen to? Just be like, you either have to ask, like, what's your favorite type of music or what music do you like? I shouldn't have to. I know. Yeah, I shouldn't you have shouldn't. to. If you, if, if you want to be honest with yourself and be honest with me, just tell me what you like. So when people say, hey, what do you listen to? What do it's you say? It's a fear of being judged, What dude? do you say? I say, I say, oh, I listen to like, you know, Suicide Boys, Gizmo, and like Ghostbane. Those are like my three mains. I'm surprised you would say names before genre. Yeah. Because if I want somebody to understand me, those are the artists I'm going to give them. If you want to see what I like right now and how I vibe, that's it. That's the music you're going to understand me right away when you hear that music. But I'm going to hear those names and go, I have no idea who that is. It's going to be worse if I say, oh, I listen to dark trap industrial music. I feel like that's the way, that's a clearer picture. To me, that doesn't make as much sense as an actual artist. Why? Because I could say dark trap industrial and there's so many things. It's, it's like, it's still vague enough to me to where I'm like, I don't, that doesn't like, who's going to understand what dark trap industrial music means? They can get a picture <laughs> of it. I mean, they could if they really wanted to, but if you give them an artist, you give them a name, you give them a music right away, and you get them to look and see the person of who it is. Like you get, you get the answer, and not looking for it. But I don't think it happens that fast. Why wouldn't it? You say, you say, listen to go. They're gonna the one. They're gonna be like, I don't know who that is. They're gonna say, I don't know who that is, and then you're gonna be forced to say, oh, it's dark trap industrial rap. No, I'm gonna say, look it up. That's making people work a lot. If they if they want to know about me, they can. It's not like I'm going to end the conversation there, you know. They, they might. They ask, oh, like, what are your favorite artists? I'll tell them those. If they say, what's your favorite music? I'll tell them those. Because it's just, I guess, I guess saying Dark Trap Industrial would make more sense if it's, what's your favorite music? But for me, I always ask, what, like, what, like, what's your favorite music? Like, what's your favorite artist? Because every time I ask, what's your favorite music? It's always, it's always, I like everything. Okay. What's your favorite artist? Yeah, that's a good that's a good specification. Maybe that's maybe that's what I meant to say. I didn't come out right, but it's it's just always a touchy subject for me because I'm like, just fucking tell me. That's how I understand people. No, I get what you're saying too, and it does make sense. And it, it like you said, it's supposed to lead to a bigger conversation. Yeah, I'm just getting caught up on semantics. Yes, and as I'm, always, I'm just doing that because I know, like, when people ask, I'm like, oh, I'm a pop punk kid. Yeah. And it's like, I could give you bands. It's the same thing. There's a wide variety. For the most part, it's like, I like both of them. But I'm, I guess, more people pleasy, but not people pleaser enough. And I have too much dignity to say I listen to everything because I know there's <laughs> shit that I don't like. But yeah, so I'll just give the, the genre first. But how do you, so we're in this interesting, because you don't write music. You write lyrics. I write lyrics. And you write melodies, and you're very good at writing melodies. Thank you. I'm crap at writing melodies, which is why I like the I like the setup that I have with you two. Uh-huh. You two both sound good, and you I don't write think I don't think I... Matthew sounds... Matthew's one of my favorite voices. He sings so well. He has so a great well. voice. He does. He's, he has a great voice. But I, I think my voice doesn't sound the way I ever want it to sound, but I just sing it because, like, it's pop punk, baby. Fuck it. <laughs> You know, like if I'm gonna sound the way I want to sound, that's what I'm, I'm okay with that now. It took me forever. See, and I think I'm, I think I'm accepting that on the opposite side, where I'm like, I wanted to be able to sing my own stuff, and I wanted to be able to write and like play all these things, and now I'm just like, I just don't, 
I still want to write stuff and I still want to play it, yeah. but I don't want to hear myself singing it, which is why I'm like, I need I someone else to sing it for me. I get it. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, we, so we've all written, we've all written music together, music, but yeah. I like working with you guys because you, even though I grew up on pop and even though I grew up on, on this stuff, I can't write a melody to save my life, uh, a good melody to save my life. So it's nice when I can just write. How do you write? Most of my music, I I start just writing poems. Yeah. I like writing poems and I write poems to a rhythm usually in my head or how the words come out. I kind of wrap it around there and I get a vibe for it. But it's all based on poetry that I've written. And I've now that I look back on it, I've written a lot of stuff. But even like if I hear like you've you've sent me just chords and I can feel the energy or like the vibe that I'm getting from it. And we've done it before. We've written a song in three minutes, you know, just like kind of having fun, you know, feeling it out. Be like, oh, this would go go this go good here, go good here. And me and you can make music, make a song within five minutes. Matthew needs like three weeks to make a song. And I think we've talked about this before. Well, he's a perfectionist. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, give him crap when he can't be here to defend himself. This is the That's best it. time to. I know. I know. <laughs> but you know, like everyone's so different in their writing styles. True. And true. It, and that's none where of it's we are. A bad that's thing, where we are. You know, more compatible. I think where it's yeah. just like, it, I think we're okay. I think we know that we're not the greatest. Yeah. So we're like, it's gonna sound like crap for the first eighty percent. We'll get there at the end. Yeah. But it's we're okay with it sounding like crap until we get there. Yeah, I've I've come to accept those terms, and I just I think I enjoy letting my emotions show through words and letting my feelings of life show through words, and that just being able to speak my truth and have it be understood, but not having to say it to one person. Like you can say it to a lot of people at once, and it's really easy. And that's what I was gonna say is you like you like lyrics that let you put your perspective on it and let you connect and do all this stuff. But is that how you write or are you writing hyper, you know, when you write, cause there's, you know, the, one of the shift bands for me came from, from the wonder years, just yeah. in terms of writing great band. the way he writes his lyrics is so, it has so many details that like put you in the, in the position there while still being like, emotional emotional enough for you to connect to and mm-hmm. and get that like sense of move like being moved um and that reshaped my writing before that i think i was like writing in in structure and form and and still matching the bands i was listening to but but then when i listened to the wonder years and i was like i'm just gonna stream of consciousness i'm gonna write everything i'm thinking of and then i'll find out how to work it into a song and that's yeah. usually where you two came in you guys would i'd be like here's my piece of paper and then you guys be like all right this one goes here this one yeah. goes here here's this melody blah blah, blah. um and it, it it works it works and we the thing is i think it's so fun to create yeah and like we we just had a session right before this episode and it was just it it feels so good it really to create something it and really it's, does. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, to me, like, this shit, nothing really, it doesn't matter. Who cares? I'm going to do whatever I want. And if the music is going to sound evil, if if, my, if the words I'm saying are so depressing that you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. But it's how I feel. I'm going to sing it, you know? And I think 
when I was listening to my first phase change of music, which was post-hardcore and stuff, it was all about like, I'm sad, boohoo, woe is me. And, and all about like getting the girl and, you know, just basic stuff. Now my, my writing has changed to more of an introspective look on how I view, you know, relationships and how I view the world and how I view myself. And it's more of, it's never like, it's your fault. You're killing me. You know, it's more like, you know, it's taking it, taking its time and it's for, it's your job to look into it. I know what I mean. You can get whatever you want to mean from yeah. it. I don't, I, and I, I, I enjoy writing like that because there's so much more openness, you know, but a lot of the shit I still write is still pretty much like about me and figuring shit out. But, mm-hmm. you know, there are songs that we put a lot of work into that me and you have put a lot of work into to keep that openness in the music, you know? And it's cool to just like, you know, do things that we love, uh, our artists do for us. We get to do it for each other, yeah. you know? And I think it's just, I think we enjoy it. It's just creation for the sake of creation and expression. Yeah. And I think that's why we don't really care if it's good or not. Cause it's just, this is inside me and it needs to come out. Yeah. But no, quickly on the last, on the, what you just brought up, do you think then as much as it like gives you something to connect to and something to relate to? Do you think it has a flip side of potentially cultivating like a negative mindset or a negative personality oh, or stuff like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and this this only this goes to person by person. It's not for yeah. everybody. And I think for me I wasn't um the if I listen to the music I listen to now when I was in high school I would be very, very depressed and like fucking like, what the fuck is going on? Nothing matters. And I would take it to a different level. But I'm a, I'm able to take things from this music that I can connect to and just enjoy things that I don't, you know? Like, I, like yeah, some songs like talk about like fucking drive-bys, shooting bitches, all this shit, right? Like, I don't do that, but it's fun to listen to and I enjoy what like the whole the whole song as a whole, you know? And sometimes they're fun just to sing out loud. Fuck it, you know? And I think my view on music now, I don't, I know who I am. Yeah. You know, right now, I know, I know who I am. I know who I want to be. And I have my personal beliefs and goals that are in like in me now. I think as a young adult, I was, I was lost and trying to find a way. And I was maybe too focused on, music to make me angry and make me sad and make me feel these ways so i can i can you know be down in the so i can be with the music you know but now i can listen to the music and not be in the dumps you know i can be on a high and still listen to the music and still stay on that high and just enjoy the song for what it is it i think it comes down to emotional maturity okay at the, at the baseline it's just who what you who you are and what you believe in how emotionally mature you are can change the way you view music because you can just enjoy something without having it make you sad, mm-hmm. you know? But you don't think just simply just by, like, if you're continuously listening to it, that it's not going to then affect you. No. I, Either, or the opposite way. My mom used to listen. tell me that, dude. Yeah? My mom used to tell me, like, you know, that's that's evil music. It's going to it's gonna go into your soul. And, and I, I, I don't even necessarily mean that because you, you were talking, it just made me think of like, oh, like that, the 2010 era. Again, this is just way too much info because that's what I was like deep into with Pop Punk was yeah. just, that was like the angry, angry, angry broken up boy 
era uh-huh. of pop punk. And it was yeah. like, if you listen to nothing but that, like it could cultivate like a very negative opinion and negative mindset against, you know, girls, against like friends and stuff. Cause a lot of the music was just about how, about it was about like victimizing. And yeah. Stuff like yeah. And I think there is times where like, if you don't want to really like like really listen to the music, you just want a mood. There are there oh, is yeah. there is music for moods, you know like. But I think like you're saying if you're not emotionally mature enough to uh-huh. make that separation, yes, then it just like reinforces things and yeah, just... it can definitely do that, and it does it to a lot of people, man. It does it to a lot of people? I think including now. I don't know if I if I'm just older and I'm looking at this generation coming up behind me, and I'm like, oh my god, but it's. It's interesting to watch, you know, and that's their journey. I'm not going to fucking try and be like, oh, you guys don't do that. No, fucking let it, let it control you. Then you figure it out. It's your journey. Whatever it is, whatever happens, happens, you know? So now that we've had our music talk, David, I want to say thank you so much for for talking to me and dealing with me for the last few hours. And guys, if you guys are listening, thank you so much. And I hope all of you guys have a great night. Please, you know, do everything that Matthew says in the last few podcasts. That's what uh, he says because we tune out when he says. Yeah, I don't fucking listen to him when he says that shit. So, um, love y'all. Have a good night. And of course, until next week. And I'm Drummer. Bye.